forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. Well, damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Hop Heroes, an episode where we talk about our favorite arguments, our favorite moments, our favorite laughs, our favorite cries, but mostly probably our favorite arguments. I'm your host, Jordan Aerith, <laughs> and with me in person across the table. Wow, across the little table that we put together. Talented artist, comic enthusiast, and owner of this estate, J.R. Gonzalez. How you doing, J.R.? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing really good. God, the eye contact. You guys are just you should see serving. You should see what's going on below the table. You guys are serving <laughs> looks right now. It's if hard. You recognize, I feel awkward. If you recognize leave, that or? sultry, velvety <laughs> voice. Should I go? Because. Returning to the show. It's hot in here. It's Zach, Attack, The Kid, Barlow, Captain Cold Hard with the cold hard hot takes. <laughs> with the cold. Ice cold takes. <laughs> the kid is back. What's up, Zach? How you doing? Man? What's up, dog? It's great to be here. Great to be uh, in person. I missed you, boys. Yeah. And, uh, oh. mm, yeah. I'm petting Zach. Feels here. good. Feels it's good to be feels back. Right. I can't right. wait to just get made fun of for all my terrible takes throughout. I, am, I, am I the Charles Barkley of this group? Uh, that's actually a great, <laughs> that's great I feel like I just now came to this realization. Come on, Chuck. Like, oh God. Does that mean I'm Shaq? Am I Diesel? <laughs> okay. Am I Diesel, baby? Jeez. He's definitely Kenny. Yeah, yeah, Kenny yeah for sure. I yeah, Kenny. I love him. Kenny I, the I watched him play. I watched his two rings that he got. Yeah. Because, uh, I feel like Kenny's the only one that like actually breaks down X's and O's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chuck and Chuck argue. arguing. It's exactly what this is. Oh. This is the TNT halftime show. Right here. I love Inside the NBA. Oh, it's the so best sports show. Yeah. It's so Did good. you watch a documentary on that? No. On HBO Max, dude. I need to watch you it. Watch, I didn't even know that it. existed. Yep. Put it on the list. Me either. But we're not here to talk about basketball. Um, we are here to talk about our favorite moments in Hop Heroes history, and that's because we finally reached 10,000 downloads. Ayo. Uh, you know, I thought it would happen like within the first week we started the show. <laughs> so did I. Um, but, you know, it took a couple years, but we got there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, just super stoked. And thank you guys, all your listeners out there, for uh, for supporting the show. It's, that's that's a milestone I don't know if we all thought we'd achieve, so that was really cool. It's pretty good. We're at like 10.2 now, so we, we, oh, shit. we, we jumped up pretty quick at that... Uh, gate of 10k now we're on to the next 10k but yeah yeah on to the next there's a lot of memories with the first 10k though that's mm -hmm. just rumbling in yeah, my mind yeah, right I know, now i so. know so we all put together our favorite moments and I, I cut up some clips for us to play and we're just going to go back and just listen through you know the highlights of hop heroes the hop hero highlights I'm scared. Yeah. Zach's terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified. They're all just Zach's takes. <laughs> They're all Zach's takes. <laughs> We're just going to be a crucifixion. We're just going to be very critical of Zach's opinions. No, uh, we'll start it off with a lighthearted one, I think. This one goes back to the episode of The Boys, mm -hmm. where we had tall boys, and apparently Zach had a run-in with a famous athlete. So oh, okay. Let's, uh, let's listen back and see yeah, that. My boy <laughs> Zach, who is feeling like a million bucks today. Z, how you living? Oh, I'm living great, man. You know, just uh, I feel great, um, living great. You know, yesterday me and DK Metcalf had a workout together, <laughs> and um, it was like it went really well. You know, like okay. I think like T. he beat me at some things, T. I beat him at some things, and Time so out. I'm a little bit fatigued, but Time overall out. I feel pretty good. Several questions. First off, what could you possibly beat DK Metcalf in that involved f physical activities? Um, second question, <laughs> where, where did you meet DK Metcalf? Cause I'm very intrigued. And for those of you that don't know who DK Metcalf is, he's the new wide receiver of the Seahawks drafted in the second round and he's a freaking 
monster. <laughs> Dude, he's Dude's a unit. Huge. So, he's okay, so um, yesterday I was, Alicia and I were driving around the neighborhood. We were actually taking uh, house tours of million-dollar homes on Lake Washington. We uh, pulled around the corner and I saw this dude running on the side of the road and he just looked like a fucking tank. And I was just like, Jesus, Scott, <laughs> this guy's like from a distance. I was just like, God dang, man, this guy's insanely big. And as we got closer, I was just like, wait, wait, that looks like no. And then and we drove past him and I was like, Alicia, that was fucking DK Metcalf. And she was like, no way. And so I turned around. And like drove back and and saw him again and then turned around again <laughs> and drove back to see him again to the point where I can see the tattoos on him and then I pulled up a picture of him with his shirt off to make sure the tattoos matched <laughs> and they did Stalker-esque. and they did esque nah dude I like nah it. I wasn't stalking I was just doing my research bro I needed to be sure. <laughs> That he would recognize the same car just doing laps around him. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, we, 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 we passed him at three times. He is guy's huge. a monster. Runs like he's a receiver? Yeah, he runs yeah. like a 4-3, and he's like, looks like a goddamn bodyguard slash superhero. Dude. <laughs> yeah. And then I got out of the car, and I challenged him to a, to a race. Like, we, I went on the run with him. Bro, <laughs> okay. do you remember when we challenged? First off, Moving fuck, on. Fuck you. No, but do you remember when we challenged Blink? The, the guy at the bar in Capitol Hill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't know if we've had that conversation on the mic yet, but we were at uh, Cha Cha just drinking down there in the little cantina. And this guy is like, he has like a PSP or something. This is back in the day when PSPs were still kind of a thing. And it was me, Zach, and my buddy Tom. And this guy's walking around like just talking to people. And then Zach goes, hey, what's your name? And he goes, Blink. He's blink. Does that mean you're fast? He's like, yeah. He goes, all right, let's let's go race. <laughs> race me right now. Race yeah, me. Race me. Race me. Oh, your name is Blink. Yeah, race me. So we went out in the back alleyway. I felt like it was a scene of like Fast and Furious, but instead of cars, it was just dudes like stretching and shit. Like instead of revving their engine, it was just guys like doing Pilates, like getting ready to freaking yeah. sprint down the alley and shit. And I was just so so excited because I know how fast Zach is. And then we have. <laughs> Tom, who actually is fast. And then this guy's just doing pull-ups on the fence, like, next to the alleyway. He goes, you guys racing? I'm like, yeah. He goes, all right, I'm in. And he just <laughs> <up>. <laughs> it's just, like, this random, random fucking race. And Blink gave everybody, like, a like a 15-yard start. Like, he, like, let everybody get their leads. And then Zach's, like, ready. And Tom went barefoot because he was wearing, like, flops or something. On the asphalt in Seattle. On the asphalt just takes at his 2 shoes in the morning and socks off. In the alleyway behind Cha Cha, and then the race fucking goes, and Zach just got burned by Blink. Wasn't even close. <laughs> and the the embarrassing thing is that he let me. He like said go, and then I was like, <laughs> like sprinting as fast as I can. He just let me go, yeah. and then he caught me, dude, and just burned me. Like I was just like, holy shit. This and is- he's done this before because he had somebody hold his PSP. He goes, hey, record this. And like <laughs> recorded him just burning Zach down the I'm alleyway. on somebody's YouTube channel, like their highlight video of me just For getting sure. wrecked. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh, so that what oh. what memories does that bring back, huh? Honestly, like the race was close. <laughs> it was close, bro. Like you know it had to be closer than that. <laughs> it was so not close, including the huge lead he gave you. Yeah, he did give me a huge lead. I do remember that. I don't know if Zach moved from the starting line. Like, he gave him a lead and then just finished. I'm race. pretty sure everybody beat me. Like, even that rando that was the doing the pull that was, was like, oh, what? Pulls at 1 a.m. in an alleyway. Yeah, I got last place, dude. Even with a head start. Oh, Walked shit. away from that race humbled, my oh, guy. Yeah. I was like, mm, all right, yep, Blink, you're fast as hell, bro. I gotta say, though, I love the confidence you had initially. Like, oh, your name's Blink, race me. Like, you, in your mind. I feel like that's, like, the story of my life, dude. <laughs> <Kind of is. laughs> it's, like, unwavering confidence and then, like, a gut-check humble moment where I'm like, oh, maybe I should just sit down. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so that was our boys episode. That was one of my favorite episodes that we recorded. That was uh, funny. That we loved the comic, obviously, and the show was great. Yeah, and we yeah. were just doing Tall Boys. Do you remember what Tall Boy you, you did? I think it was just like Coors Light or something. It wasn't OE. I did PBR. 
or I, I went with like as hipster as I could. You did a big old can. Was it like a Mickey or a, um, it was a green can, I think. I think you did Heineken. Heineken, yeah. But it was like mm. the big fucking. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. we, and we established that that, that was the tall You got like a 32. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got like a huge ass. But yeah, apparently that, that is what a tall boy is. And we were drink, drinking pounders. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So we, we learned something. We were day. educated by JR <laughs> on that day. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. Oh, man. <laughs> I like how I met DK Metcalf, though. That was dope, right? That is cool that you guys worked out together and mm-hmm. like, you guys were like text all the time. I got faster from that experience. Yeah. yeah I think. I mean, from the Blink experience or the, no. the DK? <laughs> okay. I want Blink, if you're listening, run it back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> run it Please. back. We'll go to Cha Cha. We'll get it all set up. We'll get, hopefully, that guy's still in the alleyway doing pull ups. It's super yeah. relevant, too, because he just ran the 100. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He did. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he got cooked for that, by the way. A lot of people why? are like, oh, he's not very fat. Look at him. See, he's not as fast as He blah, blah, ran blah. like a. It's like, dude, he's huge. Like, what do we. He, yeah, he was he double was. the size of everybody yeah. there. Yeah, so. the fact yeah. that he was even close. He was close. Was, yeah. And he'd have he to train. Close. You have to train years for that. Yeah, so. that's all they do is run that race. Yeah. He. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't hate on my boy. No, that's your boy. Yeah. No, he's quick for a f- being six foot. For Hell yeah, it's, for a tank. It's all that strawberry nest cookie. <laughs> yes, it's a secret. Yeah. Um, all right, so this next clip, we get a little more real. Mm. Um, this one was submitted by our boy Z here, and it was when he came up to visit me, actually, uh, for my birthday in Alaska. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, God, I love this episode. We recorded <laughs> I got Cowboy Beef for this oh, episode. And we did the Cowboy, which was... Which is pretty much whiskey. And cream, right? Yeah. It's whiskey it's and just heavy straight, cream. Straight whiskey. And it's fucking delicious. It actually was, is pretty good. I was a big fan of that. So. Yeah, I've never had it since, but me either. <laughs> but, at the moment, but at the moment, it seemed like, ooh, this yeah, is yeah. hitting. Well, when you're drinking kind of like midday, yeah, like it was like noon. I yeah, think. like that was like a perfect little cocktail to have. It was kind of smooth and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is when you talked about your boy, your favorite character from that. So, good morning to Gren. Why? So, so Gren is a really interesting character. Gren is um, uh, a guy, looks like a guy, meets Faye in the bar. She's Grant is part of a two-part series or two-part episode called Jupiter Jazz. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, uh, 13 and 14. And um, so it's playing the saxophone kind of like in this bar, this jazzy bar or whatever. And what happens is you, you start to find out that Gren is actually has boobs. Like, Gren is a tra- trans person. Because Faye goes to kill him in the shower. Yeah. 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 And, and Gren... Um, kind of like you get into his backstory and you realize that he was in an army with vicious and vicious saved his life and he still wants to know like he wants to ask vicious a question essentially like he wants to be like you know did you wrap me out of the syndicate basically and um so he kind of tricks vicious into thinking that he's julia julia is like this shared interest between vicious and spike it's a girl they both love her whatever and um so he tricks vicious into like having a meeting and then he gives Vicious these drugs and, you know, he ends up trying to kill Vicious. Vicious kills him. Um, and, you know, he doesn't get an answer. But uh, it's just, it's it's a really amazing arc with a character that you, like, you never see trans characters being fucking badass. Like, super badass. And You don't see trans characters in general. Yeah, you don't see trans characters in general. But, it, it, but not only just a trans character, but a fucking badass trans. Like, one that's, like, fighting to the death. And then one that dies. And when, when, she, when she dies, um, you know, she kind of, like, asks Spike to put, put her back in her ship. And then just ship her back to Titan. Which is where, they were, where she was in the army with Vicious. And Spike's like... You're never gonna make it to Titan like that. Like you're you're not gonna live that long. And Gren says, um, "I know I'm not gonna make it, but I want to die on my way." And then and and so so Spike does it. And then it cuts to this like Native American character um, with like a, a a short Native American kid. And the kid's like, "Oh, look, a short shooting star." And then the Native American character is saying, "That's not a shooting star. That's a warrior coming home." And like he it's just so oh, fucking man. powerful, dude. Like it's yeah. just so powerful. It's just like when we were watching oh that, my I could God. hear Zach just Dude, I freaked room. out. I did. I still freak out about it because it's so fucking powerful to me. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Like yeah. that's not a shooting star, that's a warrior coming home. Like that's just like I don't know, man. It's just the coolest thing. I, and I think what's so, so great badass about and all these Loki, characters. I also think that she uh she uh her and face smash. <laughs> Loki, I also think that she and face man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, bro, that's not a shooting star. That's a warrior coming home. How uh, has that not been an EP album you've made? 
Like, how's that not a title of a... Bro, uh, I don't know, Zach but Milo. it needs to be. Like, I, I want it tattooed on my fucking chest. That <laughs> shit is that amazing. Not on your chest, man? That's not a shooting star. It's a warrior coming home. <laughs> like, bro, come on. Come yeah. on. Epic. Epic. And, honestly, this is a sneak attack because... I got a bone to pick with you, JR. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you. Because on it. that episode, you gave Cowboy Beep Bop a 4.9. 4. I did. I did. And I... Uh, a 4.9. He also nine. shit on... I was listening to Sailor Moon to see if there's any good things in there because uh, Libby was on the episode. And oh, yeah. She was like, crushing on me tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. So okay. Like, well, does somewhere. she know that oh, yet? Yeah. No, she's not aware of that. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> 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 Sure she still me. follows us on Instagram too, which I'm very surprised. I wonder why. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jordan, I don't think so. But, but Jr. doesn't like anime. Like he just no. Does. I like that's anime. not even true though. You, I, you like Bleach. I like Bleach. I like One Punch. I did not like um, Sailor Bebop. Moon. Sailor Moon freaking drove me nuts. Like, Sailor Moon was you got that great. You got one and a half episodes into Sailor Moon. <laughs> I couldn't even finish. Bro, it. the effort there. The effort. Yeah, yeah, just called absolutely. It. I tried two not versions even of, of Sailor Moon. I tried the old version and I tried the updated version, and both versions sucked balls. Literally sneaky, sweaty okay. balls. To you. And then to me. And uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, the only thing I liked about Cowboy Bebop was the the music was amazing because it's a jazz oriented music. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I just couldn't get into it. I've liked anime. Have you tried? Remember, because in that conversation, we talked about you need to finish this. I did. I finished yeah, it. Yeah, finish, You finished it? I finished it. It was only a, an episode or two behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we said that after you finished it, we were going to come back on well, an episode and we were going to talk about the ending. Three years so later. So now here we are. <laughs> three years later. <laughs> and I want to know how you feel about it after you saw I, the ending. The problem is I've watched really good anime since then. So it's kind of just gone oh, worse. But it, you gotta like you gotta know the, the context. Wasn't wasn't Bebop one of the But I, I watched yes. it. I watched it in, in a way that I thought I would watch everything else. I watched it and I reviewed it. And I took notes and I I just don't like it as much as I don't hate it as much. But if if I'm gonna put it in a context with other stuff, it's just gone down the list. But I feel like the context is that this came out in like '92, and the animes that you like, like One Punch and Bleach, are like. Newer. newer so yeah. like the animation style is much better the technology is much better and since then that type of storytelling has advanced right they right. built on that practice but like the con what i mean by putting it in context is like just kind of taking timeline into consideration like 92 yeah nobody was doing this in 92 yeah does that help change it? you don't care no god <laughs> damn it i wish it did don't get me wrong oh. i love don't give a shit. <laughs> I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is top notch. Like the music in that is probably the best music in any anime that I've watched. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to watch sometimes with the storylines. And some episodes were okay. Some episodes weren't. You didn't like the character. You didn't like Spike. Spike didn't, didn't like do Spike. it for you. No. Spike was a badass. Spike is fucking no. awesome. He's so sick. You didn't like Jet, dude. What I like Jet. I like Jet, but I like Jet his outfit cool, more than but anything. Spike was my guy, dude. Bro, Grin. A warrior coming home? Grant was only in one episode. <laughs> yeah, but it was fucking awesome. It was a dope-ass episode. I wish I liked it, it more, but I've, I've, it actually did start me into watching more anime. That's why I watched Bleach. I mean, I've seen Bleach, but I, I, I love Bleach because it was just dark hmm. and anonymous. And, and well, if, it, if Bebop helped you get into anime, then at least it did it some had sort to. of I mean, job. We started doing anime uh, shows, so yeah. I had to start watching more. Yeah. Well, speaking of not liking things... This oh. next clip comes from, I think, one of the very few times we were all on the same page about shitting on something. I'm curious what it oh, is, because we're never on the same page. Um, okay, well, do you have any, any Beneath the Inks here, or you want to go right into Craft or Trash? We can go into Craft or Trash. There's no Beneath the Ink here. There's nothing else <laughs> derived. There's, we're in see. the kiddie pool, so yeah. there's, no, there's no diving in this one. But, okay, I'll start. Um, I'm going to give it a, a trash. Uh, I thought it, I'll give it a four. Um, I think that the if I hadn't read the comic, I would rate it higher. I will say that, so I am biased, but at the same time, I I can't I can never enjoy the dialogue of these type of shows when it makes the teenagers in high school talk with such quick wit, but not not like clever or funny just they just have so many words like the way they communicate so many words like a like a sarcastic pun back and forth and it's there's just no re no reason for it like like deadpool is quick wit that's funny and enjoyable and relevant and like quirky but this dialogue is just like dialogue for dialogue's sake and it was just back and forth banter that i was just not into and that was really annoying and that really made me give the high school vibe and then they kept fucking not using the keys like the keys were so 
not important to them, and that really drove me nuts. Um, so wasn't a fan of the high school, the, the age group that they were targeting, and thought that they removed all the cool parts. So that's a four. Four for the Jet. What about you, JR? Uh, I, I'm giving it a trash for sure, and I'm going to go with I, – I was thinking four the whole time, the whole time. Um, and I – I'll be honest. I didn't care after I realized that it wasn't. I've never, I've never cared about the book matching the show as long as it entertains me at the end. Um, and there were times, a lot of times with this show, I just fucking just wanted to fast forward and move on <laughs> to the next episode, um, hoping that I would be sucked into the show. Um, I'm watching The Hunters right now on Amazon, and that's sucking, that's sucking you in as a as a viewer. And that so, looks cool. Um, and I just, I just, I, I never got there. I mean, I just never, it, I never was entertained. It was probably a really, really long season than it should have been for me. Um, the, I mean, I just, I'm okay without matching the, the book. I get it. I'm okay with that. You've got to make it work on a TV show. I'm okay with that. I'm just not okay with doing a shitty job and make it, pick a side, a dark or kid, kitty. I think I would have been good with either if you could pick a side. You know what I mean? Don't try and mix it. But this, these books were not meant, um, at least to me, they were not meant to pick a side. You got to pick a dark side in these books, and I think they missed the boat and trying to make it to a wider audience. And I just felt, uh, I felt like it had potential. I'll give it that, but I, I felt they missed it, and that's where my four came in. So I thought four the whole time, from episode one to episode ten. <laughs> Turn it on four. All right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Z, bring us home. <laughs> um, okay, uh, man, I don't. So I think it's higher than a four, but I don't think it's much higher than a four. I'm gonna give it a five. Um, you gotta be over, over or under, man. Can't be at five. That's a crash. That's a pooper in the toilet. That's no. All right, I'm gonna give it a four point nine. I don't. I don't yeah! think it's a crash. I, I think it's a trash. I think that. Um, I agree. I think that they should have picked a picked a direction and stuck with it. I think the books take the same, relatively the same content. I mean, roughly the same narrative, but they def- they pick a side definitively, and by doing that, it makes the story pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I mean, to be completely honest with you, I don't really love the story overall. Like, I, I I'm not like a huge fan of the books. But I do sure. think that the books are pretty good and entertaining and they do a decent job. And I think that comes from the author and the, the artist deciding that this is going to be super dark and, and it's going to, you know, have some, some gnarly stuff in it. Um, yeah, I think that this this tries to take that side but then expand it by making it more child-friendly and making it more like teenage drama and like OC style. And <laughs> I just don't think it works. I don't think it works. I think they lose out on both sides by trying to do both. Yeah. Damn. Wow. So Blistering just, review of Lock and Key. Like Lock and Key. No, that, wow. I uh that was everybody else liked that show though. Like everybody that I talked to Nate loved it. He gave yeah. us a lot of shit for it. Everybody, that. yeah. Dang. So I think yeah. we we're on the island on that one. But yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I mean, stand by yeah. it. Yeah, that's me shit. too. That yeah. show really did. Is not there a do second season? Point. Yeah, they're making a second season. Yeah. <laughs> you were about to you were about to <laughs> slay your claim on that one. Jupiter's legacy, I know, Jupiter, and that was I, fucking good. Like, it's funny too because we like that, and I saw the tweet on that one uh, in person that didn't agree with our. Oh yeah, which I love. Yeah. I love it when people don't. I prefer people disagreeing and then agreeing with us, but yeah. like don't agree with yeah. Hero's take on this. But. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just like the fact that we like say what we think, and yeah. like even if it might be an unpopular opinion, like we don't have a problem offering yeah. our unpopular opinion if that's what we think. We don't have a problem being unpopular. We're no. already unpopular. <laughs> yeah, we've already, we've already made that decision a long time ago. We lived our lives like that. Yeah. So it's fine. And people can disagree, but I felt like we all felt a certain way and we were honest about it. And I, you know what? I stand by it too. I Hell do. Yeah. Well, yeah. That show did not do it for me. Well, let's let's continue the uh, the roasting because okay. we have another roast coming up. Let's... And this one, I had no idea about until Zach brought it to our attention. And I think we all jumped on board. You know what? who's... Besides trash, Kylo? like super trash. Yoda. What is what? this bone you got to pick with Yoda, bro? Like this is a this is like, beef. I, this is no, I gotta I gotta do this. I have to do this. So Yoda was the leader of the Jedi. What did the Jedi actually accomplish? Like, which decision did Yoda make 
the all wise and infinite great master Yoda. That was good. He decided to train Anakin. He gave He trained Luke. He gave he nah. I mean He's the only one he that did a, Luke. he gave him a little summer camp. He wasn't like Luke wasn't Yoda's <laughs> Padawan. He gave him a little lesson. quick little summer camp. But anyway, I mean, it's his, it's his master. He calls him Master Yoda. He did. Tra- he decided to train or to give Ahsoka to Anakin. So Yoda decided to train Anakin. Yoda saw that Anakin was getting ready to be some shit because he had like all these different attachments and he didn't listen to the rules and he saw that coming. So Yoda's response to that was to give Ahsoka to Anakin as a way to teach Anakin how to let go. Because once Ahsoka became a certain age, Anakin would have to let her go as his Padawan and she would become her own master. That was a disaster of a decision. That was a disaster because then they both became impulsive. Then Ahsoka had to like get her life ruined by watching Anakin ruin his life. And now she's not going to train Grogu because Yoda fucked her 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 whole life up so then there's that hindsight hindsight's 2020 wait i'm not done i'm not done then (laughs) the the sith lord of the world is literally right under his nose the entire time he can't figure it out then he sends mace windu instead of himself to defeat the sith lord and he sends mace to his death because he can't figure out that anakin's under his nose like he just got bested at every turn Literally at every turn until the the Jedi Order got wrecked and a hell of people died. And honestly, all the Jedi died with them. Like, so many young people died because Yoda, as the leader of the Jedi, did a shitty job. But nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody has all this respect for Master Yoda. But no blame. But he was in charge of this disaster. So how are we going to just not talk about that? I love it. Sign me up. I, I see it. I, 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 can see I am it now. I am pro Zach in this argument. I think that that is I a agree. very good point, I, and I can't debate with that because I don't know what the fuck he did no. right besides I, give a summer camp to Luke that did save. Uh, that the is galaxy. true. I I do remember. I think in Return of the Jedi he does talk about his biggest mistakes like a little bit, right? So I mean, many. He says, oh, woe is me. It. Yeah, he made a fuck ton. Yeah, so he many. does like, say, you know, I made <laughs> mistakes and this is why I shouldn't train you, kind of deal. But uh, I do agree. I, that's a good point. I mean, he got worked over. He got outplayed uh, at every level. Um, he wasn't in the, the mix of anything. I mean, he didn't even know about the the clones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you not know about the clones? Yeah, uh, where's your fucking meditation taking? Yeah, home? dude, what are, where are yeah, you going? Uh, Jimmy, like, so I, I he agree. sent his yeah. best chess piece. His his trump card was Mace Windu, and he sent his chess piece to a trap to get. It's like when you're playing chess and your first move is you put your queen out, then your queen gets taken, and you're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. What am I gonna do now? Like, yeah. wow. Oh man. Let me ask you guys. Since that conversation, have you guys like changed your view of Yoda? I changed my view of Yoda immediately. Like at the middle point of your rant, I was like, dude, this guy, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I am anti Yoda ever since, man. You I think I even me. said it in there. It's, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes, you know, he wasn't even sending the, you know, he wasn't even knowing about the clones. JR wars. was discovering it as he was talking through it. Like, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know the fucking exactly. clones are there. <laughs> exactly. Like, we like hear JR start to change his, yeah. his tune on Yoda. Everybody loves Yoda, too. I know. And nobody ever talks about that. No. Like everybody talks about how evil Palpatine is and all this other shit, but nobody talks about how Yoda fucking got got worked bodied and then disappears at the end and then yeah. like basically puts his tail between his legs and yeah. disappears yeah yeah, yeah. No, like that was... that's your that's your leader no he's <laughs> trash i love that that happened on our podcast because it's such a good accurate description of something that nobody else is willing to say yeah but, dude like, you, you should there, make man. shirts i'm proud of fuck, yes. yoda. fuck yoda shirts <laughs> fuck yoda shirts yeah. <laughs> fuck yo those you get so much hate that way. those would sell i know um so this next clip uh, comes from an episode that I think we did a couple years back. It was when I was in Alaska, and this is the Beneath the Ink, um, where Zach found love in a hopeless place. Oh, God. I didn't do this one. So, I mean, we've already touched on a lot of the Beneath the Ink, but I just feel like what's interesting is this, this notion of hope in a hopeless situation and the ticking time bomb kind of reference that moves throughout the story. And how, to me, that translates to, like, real-world headlines now. 
and and even in those real world headlines you know it it begs to question like where's the hope at currently where will yeah. it, where will it be in in years to come you know what i mean and how will that affect like humanity and society overall so that's that's that were that were my thoughts throughout this story what uh what direction do you think we're heading in you think we're going to be the hopeless well here's the thing man i have so you prompted me jordan god damn it i was trying not to get personal and you you done made me do it um let it out big so guy. i'm i am very much i find myself to be merrick very much in a lot of ways because um i feel like he started off in a pretty good situation a very hopeful situation um and then over time he kind of just got beaten down by going through hard shit um and it it becomes you know you can be hopeful and then you take a hit and then you're kind of just like oh fuck like that hurt and then you take another hit and you feel that oh that hurt and eventually what you, what happens is you become guarded and you you start to just be like i don't want to like i'm i don't want to hope like i don't want to feel that again so you start to protect and that becomes like a, a hopeless situation because hope hurts when you get disappointed um so and so that's what merrick does merrick kind of like starts off good then goes off really really dark um and stell is super hopeful and you know kind of brings him out of that um and i feel like basically to answer your question i think that where we're gonna go is as i mean this might sound like a cop-out but i'm choosing to be an optimist today because <laughs> i'm 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 moving to stell to the stell side of things um and i think we're gonna remain hopeful and we're gonna figure it out i like it absolutely we're gonna find love in a hopeless place mm-hmm <laughs> yeah. uh, so the wild thing about that is we talked about how low connects to hope in reality and that was pre-pandemic that's pre-pandemic yeah, yeah. i mean yeah if we had foresaw <laughs> yeah the hopelessness to come in yeah the world, no. No. that like, series just ended too that comic book series it oh, did yeah, oh ended. i gotta catch up it on that ended, uh, at the beginning of the year i need to read more of that i need to read, to read more, more of that too yeah yeah fuck i love that like mm-hmm. i that was like I mean, we've done a ton of, like, comic book series, and, like, some of them I get through, and I'm just like, oh, like, that was cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And then some of them I get, like, oh, I really like that. And then, like, there's been a really a handful of times, like, it hasn't happened, like, a ton, but there's been a handful of times where I've, like, read something, and I've been, like, I feel moved. Yeah. Like, I feel, like, yeah. literally moved by reading this. Low was one of them. Saga was another one. Reborn. Reborn was another Which one. they haven't made yeah. any continuation of that they one. They haven't? I was going to ask. No, they have Why? I don't know. Dude. It's that's all image, right? All it's all image, yeah. Image does it right. The low yeah, thing too is such a good thing because you've got such great writing with such amazing art. Yeah, and so you Beautiful. get sucked in the whole time. For sure. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just ended. I I was sad to see it, you know, end. But um, that means that there's more comics out there though that I can catch up on. There is. How many volumes? I know we did one and two. How many volumes? There is actually. I think there's five. It goes up to twenty six. That's a lot of comics ep- to read. Uh, issues total. So okay, so five volumes. Five volumes. So there's yeah. three volumes that we haven't done, dude. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah. yeah. Sign yeah. me. It's, up. it's a great. It's a great book, and I still feel like hope is like a choice, and I think that the main character made that makes that choice. And yeah. It's not an easy choice. Yeah. It's not an easy choice, but you know. Yeah. Especially not today. Yeah. That shit was good, man. Yeah. That, that makes me excited that there's more to get more mm-hmm. to. All right, well, let's, let's, let's break away from the seriousness, and let's go back, back, way back to Zach's mom's house. It was awful, man. When we had, not our first episode, but I think it was number four, technically, that we recorded. Because um, we did Aquaman, then we did uh, the brief killing joke in your in Oh, your yeah, at the apartment where you were in New and York. Then, I don't remember our third episode. Oh, third episode was Black Panther. And then this was our fourth episode. Oh, thank God it's not that episode. When we got, <laughs> we got the whole gang together and started drinking some Four Horsemen. Oh, God. And oh, right. This isn't a particular moment of the episode. There's a couple just thrown in here because this was one of them. I feel like this was when we caught our stride. I have a special connection to the Four Horsemen shot. Uh, I, I discovered it during uh, a softball, softball year. We... We were sponsored by Puerto Vallarta and Twin Lakes. Shout out to PV. Hey, PV. Shout out. We were the Mighty Ducks. And uh, every time. Mexican food. Yeah, man. Every time we hit a home run, later that every game we go to PV after the games. And whoever hit a home run had to take a four horseman shot. So it was almost like a, so you a negative. So you had to watch everybody take four and horsemen so shots. so I was strategic. <laughs> it was just you got like drunk watching other people take these four horsemen shots. So I was very, I was was very like strategic when I wanted to hit thing. a home run. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it, you, it must have been really. Did you point out like, like Babe Ruth? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you really? Play? Man, he's trying so hard <laughs> so to just power through. I pointed. <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting denied. Welcome man. to the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where Jordan trudges through us just roasting him. Just walking through the tent trenches <laughs> yeah. taking grenades. Just God. <laughs> Watching all everybody else take four horseman uh, shots. <laughs> wishing that he could so hit a home run, too. In my five years so far, five-year career at softball, I've hit one home run. <laughs> <laughs> not a power hitter by choice. I'm not a four horseman shot kind of guy. So, not a power hitter by choice. If I wanted to take a lot of shots, I just step up there and just drop bombs. But it's not <laughs> what I'm about, dude. You got so much incest. I, I, have I don't understand how. You know what? Now that I how see is it, my yeah. team having sex? Yeah. they're no, in close bro, quarters. They're, they're, they're all related. Fun. That makes no. These three, <laughs> these three are related. I did that on purpose because, like, I'm gonna bone out. They're all in a tag team Emma Frost. Why is oh. why is that where this goes? I don't understand how that's where we landed. Have you seen landed. how she dresses? Zach, you brought Have you this seen Emma Frost? How? Lingerie. Okay, Cyclops is a team leader. Cyclops gets a girl. X-Men and Cable work for Cyclops. That's how this works. So what's Emma Frost? The Cyclops is girl. His little ting. Yeah, his boot thing on the side. Yeah, dude. Sit, t- sit at the Cable's face because he's going to bone that for sure. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Impulse was to go to Bishop after he chose Cable, but I'm surprised you chose Cable over Bishop. Right? Yeah. Anyway, Bishop's so much more Zach. <laughs> was Bishop black? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's like he's dope too. No, Bishop is the black Cable. He's let's, the black Cable. Let's exactly. Be real. He's the black Cable. Yeah, he's the black he's Cable. Gonna look <laughs> he's gonna look him up. <laughs> but he's gonna look him up and be like, "Yeah, I wish I chose." Yeah, Bishop. I wish I chose Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Cyclops, uh, pectorals, biceps, uh, <laughs> abdominal muscles, uh, glutes. Okay. Um, this this isn't steel, the steel podcast boots. I was invited to. <laughs> I thought we were talking about drinks and comics. Vinny, I've been meaning to ask you. <laughs> Chestnut hair. Vinny, um, Vinny, why are you still wearing pants? Like, anyway. None of us are wearing pants anymore. <laughs> Let's keep drinking this, bro. It's cool. <laughs> you want to go in my room and talk about it? Um, I love Dave Matthews, man. I love Cyclops, bro. Um, okay. And Emma Frost, Emma Frost can turn herself into diamond, which is a very, very hard mineral, Jordan. <laughs> so hard! <laughs> so hard! And she has very super hard. strength. She has super strength. Okay. Um, it, it, wait, hold on. Does it, she have super strength? When she turns into diamond, oh, she loses her psychic so abilities and then goes into strength. Kind of rude, but during the time of her month, is it blood diamonds then? <laughs> Uncalled for. See? Hey, hey, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. For hey, it. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. It's a great joke. I know. Oh, man. That, that was... That, that was be the most so chaotic, bro. One of the most fun episodes. That was pretty yeah. fun. Oh my god. That was just, just pure chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not many people have the balls to like get trashed with their friends, but then record it <laughs> and then put it on the internet. <laughs> That's just a Friday at Zach's. Yeah. yeah. That was at his yeah. microphone there. Yeah. yeah. That, that was so much fun. That circle talk is kind of I feel like what inspired the podcast. Like that is just what we would do. Yeah. At, yeah. at your house. We'd yeah. get drunk and we'd argue about Emma Frost fucking Cyclops <laughs> and his son. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was a fun night. Yeah, I do remember that. I'm like crying listening back to that. Because there was so many moments of just pure chaos and (laughs) hilarity, dude. Man. Oh, man, that was good shit. It was fun. So, (laughs) this clip comes uh, in another argument. And Mm. it is, who should be the captain of the Rossity? Oh, yeah. I fucking love Naomi Nagata. She is like I feel like Naomi Nagata, and this is my biggest beef with with Holden, and we're we're gonna get into it right now. He should not be the leader. How is he the leader of the Rossi? Think about the very first episode when that group got together, bro. Naomi had Amos ready to break a neck on her command, and he's and she still does. Like, what is Holden? bring to the table that says that's my captain as opposed to the smartest fucking most badass dope ass chick on the ship who by the way has a goddamn terminator behind her who's ready to freaking go to bat at any moment in time like explain that to me i'll answer that her own insecurity she doesn't even know what she wants bro she she was going back and forth between teams she was undecisive her background was kind of sketchy nobody really knew who she was Holden was banging her, and he even admitted, I don't even know who you are. She's just, like, indecisive and doesn't really know where she stands. So, like, I feel like if they were to follow her, 
they would just be going in circles. And Holden at least has a code, which I fucking hate true. the guy, but he has a code. And because they, he has a champion code. He has to, what, to do the right thing at Bruh. all times. That's why I like Holden. It was about he was Holden, such a classical comic book like right there. Let, let me let, yeah, let me like remind Superman, you guys of this which one is thing, like, which is trash. <laughs> like, let me remind you guys about this one thing. In like episode three, right after they they they're not on the Rossi yet, and they find out that that the ship that shot uh the Canterbury is in their general vicinity. Holden wanted to go after that ship in their boat garbage ass pickup truck of a ship and try to fight them, and Naomi stepped in and said fuck you we're not doing that and then amos stepped in beside her and was like yo fucking queen speaks you listen like that (laughs) shit and then and then they didn't go that they stopped that so i feel like to say that she doesn't know what she wants she doesn't make those types of calls like that's just not true she does no and when it push comes to shove everybody listens to naomi like not just james holden everyone i think she's the smartest of them all i think they all know that I just think that she doesn't know herself very much because she, she she went behind everybody's back and gave the proto molecule to fucking Ted Johnson or Fred Johnson in the what second was that, season. season two. That's uh, end of season two, yeah. Yeah, like she's she yeah. is. I don't think that she is as transparent as she portrays herself to be, and I feel like that comes comes across. She's not. So I feel like that's hard to be a leader and be kind of sketch. Expanse is so big. I, I, I can't so much wait to talk about. I can't I wait to have this conversation. I literally put this on there, so we're hopefully we can do this. Yeah, yeah. I feel so like we need to revisit expanse. this conversation. I felt like you were kind of listening to me a little bit more so in that argument than 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 you would have in previous arguments. I feel like I actually <laughs> made kind of a case for why she wouldn't be a great captain. I think you did, but you still think she should be captain. I actually have softened my my um, my position. Is it because of the this. later seasons? I mean, a lot, yeah, you learn a lot more. Yeah. And then she does a lot of, you know, like we, in this, you talked about when she gave Fred the protomolecule, which was pretty shady. Yeah. She's done a lot of more shady shit, like questionable stuff. When they uh, go to, what's the planet called that they go to? It's not Eros. It's uh, Ganymede. Uh, Ganymede. She's like not great in that. I mean, I mean she was, but dying. she's a belter. Yeah. But so like, it, it, you know, she, she can't deal with gravity. That's not her fault. But like, but if the captain can't go down to the, that's, that's rough. That's rough. And what Holden did in that planet? Holden has done a lot of cool he shit. Saved since then. the whole fucking like with the poison fucking yeah. slugs and shit. Like that was and yeah. Walked across that path. Like, yeah, they've given him a lot of glory moments. And and, and then given him the glory moments. He well, he's, he's done a lot of cool day. shit. Yeah. He's done a lot of cool shit. No, they did. They did. And and, and uh, <laughs> you know her whole thing with her son and like fucking Marcos. Oh, Marcos. And, I hate know, that guy, guy so much. It's just villain. you know she's yeah. just very vulnerable to like him and like his manipulation and 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 you know so since then i have softened my stance and and i do actually think that james holden brings something to the table and i think what he brings to the table is his like unwavering code code yeah like his code of you know it it gives the team a direction in the in such a chaotic world um and i think they need that i i i still think that she's the mvp of the group i think that She's the best one. Yeah, Amos. But yeah, yeah. well, I, Amos is a brute. I think Amos, you need to have him on your team. Amos exactly, just does what she says. But he's yeah. come. Across, I feel like he's grown too. He, he has. has. He was on his own, he like has. episode yeah. five or, or season five. I <clears> think yeah, he, he was, was on Earth. And I also think Earth. that James Holden has like one Amos's like loyal. Like I think Amos is just like once once he believes in you, like he's gonna be loyal to you no matter right. what. And at first, he only felt that way about Naomi. But I think over time, he's actually felt that way about James, yeah, too. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't even think you can, like, say that Naomi has yeah. that over him. There's a couple of great things about when I about reading the books is because now I get to kind of see all, like, more about these characters. And there's a spot in Naomi where she fights um, Clarissa, which is uh, Julie Mao's sister, right? She, she's the one that fucks everything up in, like, season three or season mm-hmm. four. And um, she actually, like fist fights that chick when she has like a, a body armor and she's like doing whatever she can and like um, like almost beats her like just like her normal self so mm-hmm. she is a badass you know in the books and mm-hmm. in the show and then you're right with James, Hol- James Holden I mean throughout the whole book he has this like um, they kind of almost see him like an a, a, a extra like adult like or not adult being like a godlike being because he has his unwavering you know yeah morals about how he wants to handle things and he always wants to do things on his own and you know so Mm -hmm. he's like the perfect captain and then amos is just like there's parts in the book where him 
and hold and just go down and just shoot the shit out of everybody and like they're the guards of the ship mm-hmm. you know so it's like perfect i love the captain gets involved in that yeah, yeah like yeah both of them are like military trained almost right mm-hmm. except for holden is and amos is like just a fucking gangster old, yeah so it really is like great to see them in the book that way because it is it's in the show but in the book i mean they're literally like lining up ready to go attack mm-hmm. something and you're like okay these two guys are badass yeah. and Alex, of course, not. So it's like, okay, if he yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye, Alex. Bye bye. bye. No, Holden grew on me a lot. Holden grew on me too. In the later seasons. I yeah. hated him. I hated yeah. him in the early yeah. seasons. I was like, God, this guy sucks. Yeah. His fucking face. Yeah. I have to look at those eyes pout anymore. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. And then he just was a complete savage on that planet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, this guy's got mine. Yeah. I, yeah. I would aim this with him. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. Call, yeah. Call the shot coach. Uh, I agree. So, you, so Holden's the captain. Holden's, Holden's the, the captain. captain. Okay. Look at that. <laughs> You've grown so much over the years. That's, that's crazy. Um, but let's take it back. Let's take, let's it, take back. it back to uh, arguably where the uh, Captain Coldheart title was established. Oh my god! One of my favorite moments in lore. It's the like the moment that gets discussed on every episode, every fucking episode, dude. With every guest, every episode. Until <laughs> so this, this day. To this, this day, it's like <laughs> this is like three years ago. Adam was on with us. We were in your mom's. We were in the Hop Shack. Hop Shack. Whatever we called it. Our little, our first fortress. <laughs> um, so this is back. So bold. what we realized throughout the show is that like we can't get hammered every episode no. because it got dark <laughs> far too often. Uh, me being the most of the catalyst of that. Uh, so this was back in the day when we were uh, we were a little loose. He's invincible. He just He's Doctor Man. Do you think Black, the Black, do you think Black Panther? If like okay, like who who in the Marvel universe could beat the Black Panther one on one to death? Fight to the death. Wolverine. Well, yeah, can't Spider Man? Spider Man. Why? How? He wrap him up. Bus over his head. Yeah, just wrap him up into like, like a web. Very close to immortal. Like he's. Spider Man's not immortal. His one weakness Spider-Man is very get deep. shot in the face and then die. Uh, very close but he doesn't, to immortal. You, you can't even but he would see the bullet. Spidey sense. Yeah, he would. That's, That's true. better than the Black Panther. What's that sense. word? Kinesthetic sense. Kinesthetic sense. <laughs> I, I feel like kinesthetic for Spidey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know that he could. I feel like he can. Lose. Okay, can I can I just pause though? So you just said Spider Man could be Black Panther. Yep. Earlier we agreed that Black Panther would be Batman. So. By the, uh, what's that theory, Adam? I have no idea. If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. <laughs> okay, yeah. What's that, that sounds theory? great. I have no <laughs> Come on, you engineer. That's a theory, isn't it? Whatever. You're making shit up. <laughs> also, I know where you're going with this, and you're saying Spider-Man can beat Batman, yep. and you're fucking wrong. Is this the Kevin Bacon thing, or what? The... You're wrong. You're wrong. What? The Kevin Bacon thing? You're wrong. separation. I know that one. Yeah. No, if, if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. There's like a... Cumulative or something There's something like prop... Commutative. Yeah. So if that. we agree that Black Panther would be we Batman, don't we don't Spider-Man would be Black Panther. We disagree so hard. If Spider-Man would be Batman. We disagree so hard. I, I do agree. Spider-Man would be Batman. Boom! Batman loses All right, podcast lot, over. Uh, that's all I wanted to do this show <laughs> Okay, for. that's fine. Uh, we, we can close JR, who <laughs> earlier in, the, in this exact show admitted that Spider-Man was his favorite hero, just said that Spider-Man would beat some other hero. That, that doesn't was, mean anything. Uh, right compared to JR. Am I not right, though? It doesn't... <laughs> who cares? Does he all the time? Like, I feel like he wakes up in Alfred's He, he, he does get beaten up all the time. The, okay, okay, but he always comes back. He you know why? Because he's smarter than everybody. Uh, Black Panther? Yeah. <laughs> Almost... Spidey's pretty smart too. But. Black Panther and Batman would beat Spider-Man, bro. That's what I think. Also, I think this movie's gonna be garbage. One star. <laughs> one star. One, one star. This Black Panther, this Black Panther movie. You heard it first from your boy Z Killer. This movie's gonna suck, dude. One star. And if it and, and if I'm wrong on a future episode, I will literally come forward and say I fucked up. I was wrong. That movie was rad. But I think that movie's gonna suck, and I'm sorry. It's got a great cast, but I think it sucks. I'm sorry, oh, the movie wow. was rad. The movie was rad? <laughs> I yeah. forgot all about it. that thing. That, that moment has like suppressed all the whole conversation prior to yeah. that. Because I forgot we argued about Spider-Man versus Spider-Man Batman. Spider-Man versus Batman, of course. Because yeah. of course we did. Yeah. That was the first episode we ever released. And yeah. then we took it off later because of quality, audio quality. But uh, we'll put it on our Patreon. Yeah. When we get that. That's funny. But goddamn, I love that. JR, I'm drinking this. <laughs> fuck on fuck one, Spider-Man. Dude. Also, the movie's gonna suck. <laughs> out of nowhere, Zach, you just fucking roasted that. Yeah, I did. But hear, hear me out, though. Oh, All right. I had to to draw from was, like, 
previous comics of Black Panther, no, I, which we, are fucking terrible. They were. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, so, I, like, I feel like I made an educated guess <laughs> based on the source material, and I thought, hmm, this is trash. So I thought the movie's going to be trash. It's not like I just, like... I mean, I was wrong for sure, but it's not like I was just like randomly fucking wrong. Like I actually was saying that because I knew that the source shit was trash. But you also knew Michael B. Jordan was in the cast. I did know that. You betrayed your boy. I did. And it's funny how great the movie was. It was. I feel like great. I feel like that was just like a me being a noob at Marvel. Because I think that since then, like if if where I am now, I feel like Marvel's kind of MCU's kind of in a position where they just can't fucking miss. That's hard. Like, I honestly feel like they just can't miss. Like, yeah. when was the last time they did something shitty, honestly? Really? The Captain worst, Marvel? The worst I thought, was well, probably, Captain Marvel, probably yeah. like, the lowest point, and it still got, like, a 90 or 85. Yeah, yeah and it still made money. Like, yeah. And I thought, like, like I thought WandaVision was going to be not very good, and, and it ended good. up being super really good. And then good. Falcon Winter Soldier, same thing. I was like, eh. And then it ended up being really good. Fun. So yeah. And relevant, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, you know. I'm stoked for Loki, dude. I just needed to. Next week. Learn Loki. my, take yeah. my lumps. MCU can't miss. So that might have been one of your lowest moments <laughs> on the show, Zach. But let's go to, in my opinion, your highest moment. And my highest moment this is a special, ever this on the is, show. This is a no-joke special moment I was very happy about. Let me, let me start here. I, I've, this has actually been a hard episode for me to, to prepare for because I've been like really like going back and forth and trying to consider like how, how deep of a dive do I really want to make this. Um, so I've decided I landed on, on on this. I don't want to get too personal, but I do want to say that I lost my dad and it was um, unexpected and kind of very sudden. And I want to also kind of couple that with the notion that, and I know I've brought this up before on um, uh, Hop Heroes, but um, Joseph Campbell, who is like a American philosopher and he studies mytho- mythology and he's like just a really smart guy and a lot of stuff is based off of his work, um, including Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. I mean, he's the one that wrote Hero with a Thousand Faces. He um, came up with the hero's journey, and a lot of narrative is based off of that now. Um, he uh, classifies water in narrative, especially in fiction, as um, kind of an amalgamation of the subconscious. So, um, and then we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more later. I'll just put that out there for now. Um, when I, when my father first passed away, I always imagined it like this. I'm driving in a car, right? And I'm in this car and I'm going through life and every interaction I have and everything I do and everything I see, um, is happening to me through my windshield. When that happened, it seemed like, um, a big ass rock came out of nowhere and flew up and hit my windshield. And once it hit, it spidered everywhere and cracks all over my windshield. And it came to a point where I had to pull my car over because I was like, well, fuck, I can't see anything right now. All I can see are the cracks in my windshield. So I can't drive. I can't, I, I, I just have to, like, what am I going to do? I'm pulled over. And then over time, what happened is the cracks didn't necessarily go away, but I just learned to look through my windshield with them anyway. And, and then pull back onto the road and keep driving. In that, in that metaphor, the car, me being inside of my car, is me being locked in this subconscious type of mentality. Where I'm in my own head. I'm thinking about, like, oh my gosh, what if something happens to me? Like, oh my gosh, what, what if something happens to my family? And so on and so forth and, and, and down the line. And, and, and there's, there's a separation there between my myself and my car surrounded by this metal and this glass and the world outside of me the real world the physical world like the this book and the desk and the chairs that we're sitting in that separation is key to this story because in this story there's a separation as well and it happens throughout multiple panels and the separation is from between water and land water remember is is represented as the subconscious and this is just a theory, obviously. Like I'm just, you know, I just yeah, nerded out on it. It does work. If you but, <clears throat> yeah. And, and then land. And, and he is, Jack, our, ma- our protagonist, is clearly, obviously comfortable in the water. That's where he wants to be. He wants to be in the water. Because the water is 
is you're you're in in your car, you're pulled over. But the land is is calling him because he has responsibilities. His wife is on the land, that he has a kid coming on the land, but he doesn't really want to be there. And that that manifests itself in a lot of panels. There's a lot of panels where his truck is facing the water and there's like a like a clear kind of shoreline, right? And it's just like very separate. There's a storm coming in from the water and so on and so forth. So I guess from a high level, this story to me is really the story of never being able to get back on the road. That was the underwater welder. And <laughs> I got to say, man, that was a powerful moment. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. It's funny because I say, like, I don't want to get too personal. And then I just, like, <laughs> here's my heart. Fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- it's wild to, like, listen back to all these clips because, like, it really shows, like, the, f- the range. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not that we just, like, have ever been one thing. Like, we've never just, like, done comics or TV shows or movies. We've never just tried to be funny or, like, knowledgeable or, like, Sometimes we just get super deep. Sometimes we like fucking get in arguments about Spider-Man and Batman. And sometimes like we've done all of these different things. And I just think that's like, it's cool to be reminded of like how, like how deep, how much different directions that these conversations have taken us. Uh, That that was a really cool moment. Yeah. That's funny. Jeff Lemire is actually, he's got a new show out. He's got Sweet Tooth out, which is dude. That's big. It's pretty that's big. Up right um, now. I am hitting up some forte. people. Yep. And I haven't read the book yet, or books, because it's a lot. But um, he's that's like, the dude that did Underwater Welder. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix right now. Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to watch that yeah. tonight. Honestly, that was another moment, though. Obviously, you can probably tell from just listening, but like that was another story that I thought I felt like moved me, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, just like, 100%. oof. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to do that, and I was, you wanted to do that book, and I was like, what the, and then. I read about it. Okay, this is actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very simple from the outside looking yeah. at it. Like it yeah, simple. It was like no color. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like ink. Yeah, and that's the, very that's short the style too. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Lemire. But it's Dak's also he's one that does all these off stories. I mean, we did the George Decay, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And that was you know a great story about mm-hmm. you know actually racism. Japanese internment camps. camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Great. So, yeah. well, that was uh, definitely a, a heartthrob. Um, moment and you know we're gonna close it out here with this final clip then i said that we didn't have one from the live show but we did this might be where uh you know we got famous <laughs> we filled that room <laughs> at least up. up here in our in our, in our minds <laughs> that, that was here. a packed audience thank uh, you very much was, we had a... Wait, no, there's no expectations right. we're good let's give it up for the original hop hero guys right all right yeah. let's do this there we go, there we go. I'm just a psychic or something. All right. You ready? All right. Ready. One, two, three, four. So this song goes out to the ladies in the audience tonight, and uh, you're beautiful, every single one of you. And there's a lot of mutants in this world, but we know you have your eye on that special one. Hair of fire. That sounds so good, dude. And eyes of flame. Charm from head to toe, his life is just a game. He may have charm, but his heart lies with one. Priorities in order, and his job is never done. Who needs priorities when you run through sororities? A wink here, Creoline there, and rejection becomes a minority. He's not Creole. Yes, he is. And the sorority thing's a rumor. <laughs> Definitely happened. He's known for his morals and his hip sense of humor. Please don't ever say hip again. But it rhymed. That was terrible. And it felt good. Misunderstood, but he takes a stand. The fate of the world lying in his hands. The best looking mutant, this side of Cerebro. But don't fret, he'll still come at you, bro. He's misunderstood, 
And he takes a stand. The fate of the world flying in his hand. The best looking mutant this side of Cerebro. But don't fret, he'll still come at you, bro. Great with the staff and always rocks headbands. Great with the staff is flattering. Also pretty fucking weird. Why? Typically the compliments come from Gene and I have a kick-ass beard. Subpar. Say the best. Not true at all. You know it. He's... Misunderstood, but he still takes a stand. The fate of the world is lying in his hands. The best looking mutant, this side of Cerebro. But don't fret, he'll still come at you, bro. One more time. He's misunderstood, <laughs> he still takes a stand. Whoa. The fate of the world is lying in his hand. The best looking mutant this side of Cerebro. But don't fret, cause he'll still come at you, bro. We're, of course, talking about Scambit. Cyclops. <laughs> Fuck Cyclops, dog. Thanks for coming out, Thank everybody. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> We're Hop Heroes. We love you all. Wow. 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 That, what a moment. How did we even get that organized with the three of us not being very good at organizing? Well, the best part is we wrote that song the night before. Literally the night before. Practice it for maybe an hour, hour and a half and never got it right. And yeah. Like, we'll figure it out on stage. Stop <laughs> yeah. fucking worry. Yeah. It was totally like, yeah, we'll figure this out on stage. How is that possible? I was so nervous. We were, oh, dude, oh, God. going I into the live so show, I, I had butterflies all day. Cause we had a long day. We had to go to, we went to Bremerton. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. We went to Silver City. Silver City. Uh, we went to Red Hot, had hot we dogs. Went to Red Hot, had yeah. hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Then went all the way up to Federal Way. And, yeah, like, we spent the whole up. day together. And then we went to Billy McHale's after the fact. And honestly, like the show was so fun, but partying afterwards. Because it was like such a like release. Yeah. It was like, we did it, dude. Yeah. Like it was like. And we did it pretty like fucking well. Yeah. yeah. Not to put our dicks back on the table. That's okay. Table. No, it's Don't fine. Worry. That's I drank so much I puked. Out of bed. The whole time. Amber had to carry me home. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah. just kept giving me, hey, here, let's drink together. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm cool. Dude, you, you were famous that night. Oh my night. god. Everybody there was I think like, I had shots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's what it's like to be a lead guitarist. I just puking. That's the life of a rock star. Oh yeah. Man, that was that live show was just something else. Honestly, I remember walking away from that live show being like, dude, floating. Yeah, I was like floating. That was, yeah. yeah, I mean, we f- we filled up the store. The store, it was know, full. Yeah, it was yeah. packed. We yeah. had a, a legit security guard. Dan, shout out to Dan. Dan. He Giorgio. had a shirt that said security and he had on the, it. The tablet and everything. Yeah. So, so legit. Yeah, Doug was fantastic. I mean, yeah. Action City. Thank you guys so much for having us. Yeah, and we gotta do that again. Dude. That was fun. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was so much. We'll fun. get a theater and we'll fill up the theater. Yeah, let's <laughs> get some food. Get a bunch of people are, yeah. <laughs> go on tour. Oh my god. Sing just, that song. Just have knots in our stomach all fucking time. <laughs> hey, if you're not if you're not nervous, then you're not doing yeah. you're not doing it right. There's gotta be some pressure. There is there is yeah. definitely pressure. Yeah, there that was pressure. Night. Pressure makes diamonds, guys. That's true, that's yeah. true. So Love that's diamonds. That's kind of the that's our top favorite moments, our top ten moments that we could remember from our uh, Yeah. There's actually a lot more too. Ten thousand downloads. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's so many moments. I mean the, the time where we were partying in the hop shack and then the neighbors were bumping. Yeah, they had their um, bachelor party and yeah. I don't know why we went over there or how we went over there. It was like a Bollywood party. I think it was because Zach knew the guy and he was like, dude, let's go see what's up. And then we went over there and they were just so like, there's cool the al- fuck in. Yeah. this party. Yeah. Food everywhere. Alcohol. So much food. I Good food too. I was too, on the like, dance yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah, just a bunch of dudes. Yeah, you were dancing. I remember you. <laughs> I was dancing, dude. It was a good ass time. Because I hit Crown Royale. <laughs> That's all I was drinking. Oh, that was awesome. There's just so many good times. 
been a journey. It's been yeah. a journey. Yeah, it's it been has. a good one. 10K. Yeah. Looking forward to the next 10K. Here's to the next 10K. Yeah, we're going to hate on some things for sure, which I'm totally loving to hate things now because it's, I mean, one of our- We've changed them. <laughs> we, we did the, the Dark Phoenix stuff and we hated that. It's like one of our best episodes, the Dark Phoenix. Mm, I've listened to that one for a while. Yeah, and um, doing uh, those Friday nights that we used to do every Friday night, that was really fun, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. So That was a blast. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in the, the this first 10K, we've, we've laughed- We've cried. Yo, we've hated stuff. We've loved some stuff. Major fights. We've beefed. We've, we've, we've beefed <laughs> with each other. Oh yeah. We've interviewed artists and writers and directors and the whole thing. Yeah. And it's we've just, dude. It's just full. It's just full of memories. Yeah. It's fucking and it's rad. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys being along the ride with us every step of the way. Um, and hopefully we can continue to bring some more memories to your ears. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're all looking forward to another 10K. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we got for this week. I think. Yeah. Anything you guys want to say before we sign off? No. No. Thanks for your 10K, guys. Yeah. Please follow, subscribe, tell your friends. And uh, if there's some moments that are on here that you guys wanted to be on here, yeah. Uh, let us know. We'll talk about them. Mm-hmm. We love to talk about ourselves. Yeah, we love it. It's <laughs> never a problem. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you all next week. Right. See ya. Deuces. Deuces.